Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them and how to try not to F it up. In our very, very humble opinion. Today, we're talking about how to keep making feature films after you've made your first one. I am Giles Alderson, co-writer and director of Psychological Horror Film The Dare and the feature documentary World of Darkness and producer of the pitch black horror comedy A Serial Killer's Guide to Life. Who are you? Giles, I'm Christian James, director of Freakout, Still Goblin and Fanged Up. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, was that professional? Did I sound You sound like really good? professional. Oh, thanks buddy. What was your New Year's, start to New Year's like? Is it kicked off or has it been slow? It's alright actually, it's quite busy. Yeah? Um, so what's, what's new since I last saw you? So, obviously being Christmas... Stalled second you, feature film yeah. gets to is often in circulation on TV, so uh, mm-hmm. I often get a, a bit of a bump. You're like um, Die Hard. You made a Die Hard movie, didn't you? Yeah, the I Christmas am. Movie, yeah, they, I am called stalled. Christian Die Hard James. Funny enough, funny, that's my funny. nickname. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for other reasons. Like, but, uh, yeah, um, but no, um, I haven't heard. Yeah, that. so Stalled plays in uh, Christmas. So what's quite nice mm. is I go on uh, IMDb afterwards and generally read the abuse. It's beautiful. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great because it's it's a, it's the perfect 50-50 flip flop of. What a great achievement. Lovely little low-budget film. Or someone else going, these people are pieces of shit. How dare they make a feature film? So it's a nice wow. kind of, you know... Yeah. How does it feel? It just grounds you for yeah. the beginning Absolutely. of the year. Yeah, I feel good. I feel <laughs> bad. No, okay. it's fine. Yeah. How does I'm it ready feel, though, to get that kind of... I like it. I, you know, I take the. I take the. You're all right with it. You're okay oh, God, with yeah, it. Fine, By no. now, you've got used to it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. And, I, and then I did look on um, the trailer on on, um, on YouTube afterwards, and mm. we are at six million hits. Wow, yes. which I think is quite good. That's really well, good. actually, That's I have to say, really full disclosure, five point eight million and oh. change. But I like to round it up Absolutely. and be yeah, positive. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. hit six pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. A pound for every view. Oof. You'd have nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. How many feature films would that make us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so no good. The, the, the Christmas stall bump, and then New Year's been positive. Mm-hmm. Projects floating around, things happening. New film out, but, uh, Fanged Up is out in looks like April, so we'll see. But right now, uh, the star of my movie Fanged Up is torpedoing his career on Celebrity Big Brother. He is, as so, well, isn't he? Yeah, he's, uh, what? Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's so it's once disgraced comedian Dapper Laughs is starring in or co-star of Fanged Up, but um, he's actually a very lovely chap, and he. Uh, what's quite nice about going on CBB is that right? Not CBB. That's, that's, the that's children's channel, BB. He's not on that. <laughs> He's not on CBB. <laughs> celebrity Big yeah, Brother. CBB. Yeah, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, oh, not CBB. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> CBB. Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, so the nice thing is he's sort of uh, gone on there to distance himself from his previous character and sort of, uh, I suppose. You know, yeah. let the world know who yeah, he is. Yeah, be a bit humble, really? and he's actually doing quite a good job of that. So, uh-huh. yeah, if you you know, if it hasn't finished by the time you listen to this, tune in and, and support him or shout at him, whatever. You Whichever know, one vote, you vote, want, vote yeah, 50, 50 yeah. isn't it? Whatever, yeah. Yeah. whatever yeah. happens. It's yeah. yeah, it's right. Tori, would you like to read this for us? This little intro that oh. we mentioned it before. Can it's just about me and Giles. We yeah. just like to hear yeah. other oh. people read about us. So, go on, go for it. Just Voices Studio, a brilliant studio and reasonably priced. If you want a central London studio without the central London prices, then this is the place for you. <laughs> Visit them at justvoicesagency.com and speak to Simon. They're very nice. That was so good. <laughs> Genuinely just Actually threw that on the air. Right. There's a skip button, 15 seconds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you for reading that. It's very good. So, yeah, subscribe to us. We're on iTunes. Uh, do get us rocking up the charts. So... Do you want to make a film? Do you want to be creative and make something? Be on set, write a script. Maybe you want to direct a film. 
I take it you do as you're listening to this. Look, don't have regret. I see people in people's eyes all the time, things they could have been, jobs they wish they had done. You want it, you've got to work for it. You've got to work hard. But work out what puts you on fire and go for it. Then have tunnel vision. It's 2018, people. Go make your film. Don't worry what people think. Do what you want. If that happens to be filmmaking, then go make your film. Don't get to 80 and wish you had. I want you to make your film in 2018, whether that's as a writer, producer, director, or all three, or whatever job it is. If everyone who's listening to this gets up and changes your thought process, you can be who you want to be. This is my rallying call. Filmmakers, I want you to make your film. I want to hear about it. But I promise you, it won't happen without working hard. You want it to happen? Change your work ethic. Choose 12 hours a day to do it. Just do an hour if you have to. Work at it. Be a filmmaker. Be the filmmaker you want to be. And I promise you, if you're good enough, then you'll rise to the top. Just work hard and do it. I know money's hard to find, sure, but just listen to how last week's episode, the guys there, they did it. The guests George Popoff and Harry Young, they made their film for one grand. Yes, that's 1K. It's now on Amazon. It's doing very well. Or if time is a problem, listen to the episode with director Phil Hawkins, who made his feature film in two days. You have no excuses. Bigger money is hard to get, sure, but writing a good script is harder. If you want it, want it bad, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse, but don't be that person. Make your film in 2018. Don't have regret. Don't be dragged down by naysayers becoming the 99% who don't do it. Be the 1%. Make your film in 2018. Do it. And let me know how you get on. Inspirational rant over. Yeah! yeah. Right. Charles, I... Fancy you just a little bit more. Did you? Just yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were talking to me, weren't you? Nothing. Just no one, to yeah. This is you. This was okay. a, yeah. you yeah. Yeah. We're just staring at us. Sorry yeah. about this, guys. Just no, every just every moment, Giles just takes me aside, has a little pep talk yeah. every time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now we've got that out of the way. Nice. And, uh, so hashtag make your film in twenty eighteen. I've already been doing yes. it this week. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll get all over it. Could also add as well if you aren't, you know, a wannabe director, producer, writer, you can also find other people doing it via many decent uh, uh, sites and mm-hmm. join in and help yeah. out. It's all very well going yeah, on, you know, absolutely. forums and moaning about what you can and can't do, but why don't you get out there and do it and help someone else make it? Yeah. Love that. Then you'll become part of it too. So, you know. Yeah. Amazing. Films need many authors. They do. Perfect. Yeah. Inspirational yeah. moments. Done. Love that. Right, let's get to today's even more inspirational guests. Mm-hmm. It's Matthew Butler Hart and Tori Butler Hart. Yes. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Hi, Giles. Hi. As you've probably guessed from the... Lovely dulcet tones that they're married. You can tell by the way they speak that can they you? are married. You no, can tell that. No, you can't. And the way you're hitting each other as well. It's yeah. just when you name in. It's all of you. Thank you, really should stop this. Giles sets it up. I'd say the opposite. The opposite. It's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad tennis yeah, game. No, just <laughs> lazy comedy. They oh. are the husband and wife team who run Fizz and Ginger Films, and together they have made award-winning short films from The Humber Snats Case, Claude and Claudette, and Egad Zompies Star. Zompies. 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 That's not what it's called. But. You get Zompies starring Ian McKellen and me. Yeah. Um, just to name a few. In 2013, they were named among Screen International's Stars of Tomorrow. Their feature films include Miss in Her Teens starring Simon Callow, Tori herself, and Ian McKellen. Two Down, which is released now, which is starring Connor Hill, Alex Hassel, and Tori. Again, an ex- exec <laughs> produced by Stephen Fry. And their recently shot period horror, The Isle. Welcome to the show, Tori and Matt. Welcome. <gasps> Thanks for having us. It's an honour to have you here. We've, I've actually been talking to you about this for quite a while. Yeah. Because me and Matt go way back. We do, yeah. How we far do. back do you go and how did you meet? About eight inches. Sure. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. That was unexpected. Oh. <laughs> 
cutting that out. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a little bit uh, Giles, I think we established I do the bad jokes. Sorry. Yeah, the really, yeah. Well, me and, me and Matt used to live together. Well, actually, technically, did we live together or officially? I mean, of course. Well, we no, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I don't. Well, you were there all the time in the nicest possible way. Yeah, I was there. Just all start the time. at the beginning. This oh, is no, you're no, just you, setting this up to. I, say, I think you would moved out oh, as yeah, I moved but, in, but I was there beforehand, yeah, just yeah, hanging yeah, around. Yeah. There was this lovely flat we used to live in, basically. That's all. Yeah. Nice. So it's kind of a, a, a shared flat, and you both moved in and met through the, the flared shared flat system. Yes. Yeah. Sort chat. of. Yeah. Were you guys yeah. at the same drama school? No. 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 Just, just. No, because you were doing your vampire film, weren't you? I was doing my vampire film. Yeah. Vampire. And then when I met, and then you were. And then I moved out. Was there any kind of, because both being actors were like, oh, actor, hey, where are you auditioning? Yeah. Oh, going for, going for, going for that callback, are you? Oh, I see. Oh, no. Just drop some acid. I don't think so. To, uh... I remember having a laugh with you when I was doing I Want Candy. Yes. And we were coming up with all sorts of um, lines that I could say in the film that were ridiculously and funny. And did you get into trouble with who you, were you doing? Yeah, yeah. But, I think you were playing with some dildos and you got into a bit of Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I in mean, the in the film, I was <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. supposed to do this in the film. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, sure you got something to a bit of And I think at the point of ejaculation in the film, right. um, I was coming up with all sorts of different names yeah, to shout. Ma- yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, scout leaders and, and <laughs> my mum and things like that. Yeah. just like... <laughs> But anyway, we, do, yeah. we, as you do, we had a laugh. We had a lovely time. So that's yeah. how we met. And have you guys been, have you acted in anything together? Yes, we did. You forgot. Oh my God, I had forgotten about you that. You produced yeah, yeah, it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Symmetry yeah. of Love. Symmetry, Symmetry of, love. of Love. We would semi-lead parts in it. Available on Amazon, I think. <laughs> for free. I think. Like, is it for free? Yeah, I think yeah. Free. it was 99p for a while. This is like, you can get the whole DVD. I've still got mine. The whole wrapped. DVD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to just a bit, yeah. As in rather than like digital magic. Yeah. Um, you can get the DVD. I think it's now for free. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. It's Amazon Prime or as you can buy it just as a DVD now. Yeah. I think I they see. gave up. On why the, why on bother giving it out for free? Yeah. Mm. Just, I mean, yeah. Just, I, they obviously ordered a load and went, this is going to fly. It's not a bad little film. No, no, so no, neither but, one of you were directing this. You were just no, both acting. We're both um, acting and it. You produced it. Co-producing it. Yeah. So it's funny. Obviously, I'm going to jump to this, I'm sure, later, but just on the outset, you're both actors, being on sets a lot, obviously thought. God, I can do that. I can do that job that that person's job better than they can. So you know, yeah, probably on that well, film. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say any job. That oh no, we name and shame. Chat. Oh, okay, yeah, I have no chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was mental. That shoot, but the DP Pete Wallington, he was, he st- I still work. Of course, with. So he, you did, do. he did the art, did Miss Martins. That's right. Why was the shoot so mental? What was it specifically? Um, it was just, uh, it was just a low budget. It was really yeah. low romantic budget. comedy. That well, also the script. So the director is, is sort of Spanish, so a lo- a lo- the script wasn't yeah. particularly. It didn't translate particularly well to English, um, but he wanted it as. Right. As it was, so yeah. we sort of did that, and it just a lot of it didn't make. Well, didn't, you, didn't you meet Alex Walton Regan on that? As yes, well? Alex Walton Regan. Alex is in now the aisle. Yeah, yeah. 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 You he never would, know. Who you, you don't. You well, don't. This that... goes back to what we were saying earlier. Just get involved in anything now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the people you work with nah. yesterday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how progressive I am. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, <laughs> they, you know, everyone moves on. They move to other things, and you never know the person that you know helped. You know, that came in and was a driver for a day well, on a short film we made yeah. five yeah. years ago. Uh, you know, they might be doing something that might be to help you out or you yeah. help them out. Yeah, well, yeah. You, it is yeah. such a small world. So we had a guy who was on Two Down, Colin, who was basically a runner and now produces mm-hmm. things and, and all go. sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Be yeah. nice to your runners. Well, be so, nice yeah. to everyone, basically. Be nice yeah. to everyone. Don't be a so dick true. on set because people remember. They yeah. do. Oh, yeah. um, actually, on that film, that was the one where the sound guy was 
trying to direct Symmetry of Love because obviously directors were Spanish and couldn't really yeah, tell us what yeah, to do. Yeah. Remember the sound guy started telling me, he started going, oh, wouldn't it be great if you did this? Yeah, there was a lot of... And then yeah. he rested the boom on my head. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were not happy about that. I was that. not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emotional scene in a romantic comedy. Yeah. You Christian bailed him. I Christian bailed him. Yeah. Which is fair enough. It I think so, yeah. 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 There's a line and that, that sound dude definitely crossed it. Um, yeah, absolutely did. So where were we? Um, well, this podcast is all about getting off your ass and making films. Mm. So how did yeah. you first start? Tori, let's start with you. What's your journey? So I trained as an actress at Central School of Speech and Drama, now the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. Wow, look mm. at them going Yeah, up the I know, now. I know. Since I left. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I started a theatre company called Mr. Hart's Theatrical Company. Which I came and saw a production of. You did, yeah. It's very good. Um, And it specialised in 17th and 18th century drama. Um, Mm -hmm. Mainly some odd little plays. Little gems, we like to call them. That um, That nobody wanted to watch. No (laughs) one wanted to watch. We sold out the White Bear a couple of nights. (laughs) Family. Big family. Big Big family, family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last play that we did was Miss in Her Teens. Then after that... Um, my father had the amazing idea of saying, why don't we make this into a film? Well, no, he wanted to film it. And we went, well, well that's yes. never going to work. You can't film theatre. Yeah. It's kind um, of... He said, I, I think the universities will find this very interesting. <laughs> mm, they didn't. Um, <laughs> but what came of it was our first TV film. Yeah. So it's a 70-minute film mm-hmm. uh, called Miss Inner Teens. That has a lovely cameo um, of Simon Callow, who plays David Garrick, who wrote it. Um, he plays the author at the end. And Ian McKellen does the narration at the beginning. It was a major challenge. We made it on pretty much absolutely nothing. We had no idea what we were doing either. Evolve from a let's film a us on stage doing something yeah. to, to a TV film. A TV film. Who what? saw it? Where and how did you get it? Where it had to go? Because that, that was like, Ian. Yeah. So Ian came to see it, didn't he? I oh, know. Um, I think he was. Fucking hell, it's Gandalf. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so that seemed even even that this is the kind of stuff where I listen to a podcast. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa back up. Mm. Ian, how did you get surreal. him? You know, that's still like. How did you get Ian McKellen to see this? You know, this no, wonderful off Broadway. Yeah, off off Broadway. Yeah, went so far off Broadway. Broadway. He came off the West End. He must be inundated with. Requests, please, Ian, come see my. You know, well, I kn- I knew him for since I was about twenty four, like kind of a wee young actor. Yeah, and then you used to live around where he lived. Well, used to live around exactly. So when Giles and I used to live together, there's sort of a sort of vague was... sphere of geography connection. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. when I moved out of where Giles and I used to live, Rotherhithe, because mm-hmm. I broke up with my then girlfriend, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm homeless, and Ian said, Well, I'm going away for a year. Do you want my massive, amazing house? And yes, please, thank you very much. I could do with somebody so, yeah. to stay. Um, <laughs> so I just basically looked after his house for for a while. And things. I mean, yeah, and then we just got to know each other. And then before then, though, he'd been in. He'd been in the Gad Zombies. In the Gad Zombies. So the yeah. first short film. So there's a connection. Did. Right, get you. Like, yeah, so yeah. we'd yeah. already known him by then. Da Vinci Code, was that not before? Oh, so you've missed a really big okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's a nice big story. Oh, is it a nice big story? I think so. so da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a call about, well, in my brain it's three o'clock in the morning. It probably wasn't as dramatic from Ian <laughs> saying, help me. Um, <laughs> they, they changed his dates when he was doing the Da Vinci Code. He thought he had another two weeks to learn all his lines, he was going to go off to France. This is before he gets on these. So this, is, wait, this yeah. is like 2005. So this, this sounds to me, it kind of sounds like you're paying your dues and helping out a friend and, and thusly getting a short film, which kind of sounds... 
I'm jumping ahead, actually. I'm, I'm yeah, he's telling the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, jumping. No, no, you Can we cut that out? Because I've just jumped in <laughs> to tell somebody else's story. You don't no, know. I like it, though. Why I not? like what you're saying. I'm going to put a few back. <laughs> yeah. This is just, what you should have said. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I should remind the listener. Uh, listener? What a great... Uh, <laughs> That's me. We, we need to cut this out. But I just sound like a giant prick in I the process. No. <laughs> no, I think it's definitely good. So... so <laughs> gonna get my coat and go i'm going now guys you don't need me um where was i i don't know what was the question you no going back i was trying i'm digging myself in here i'm digging away just let it go i wish no i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm stubborn i'm gonna go to the point of offending but out the other side to eventually people see my point of view and then realize he's not such a dick after all okay i don't know that's gonna happen but the um Yes, just not saying, like, I'm trying to make the Ian, Ian McKellen connection because I think if I was listening to this myself, I'd be like, no, hang about, you fucking knew Ian McKellen. How'd you do that? You know, so yeah, I'm trying yeah, 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 yeah. to... Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, exactly. doesn't know so our loyal speak. fans, how, you know, mm. you know, look, you don't have to know someone You famous. don't have to know Ian McKellen in order to say, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, sure. Did that work? No. I <laughs> But, okay, so... Wait, to, what, yeah. Hang on, how do I not sound like a dick? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I knew that sounded like a dick. Really. I've done it. Don't worry. Uh, back to you. So, no. he rings you three in the morning. So he rings me. In, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was sort of... After house-sitting for him. No, this is before his house. Oh. So this is kind of, yeah. So, so how did you meet him? So, so then, how, this is, yes. Where did, we, where did we even meet? Was it in the chocolate shop? No, yes. I think we did, was I it, or was it in the pub? Yeah, I bumped into him. Okay, so I've literally jumped bumped bump him, into him and Sean Mathias, very good right. director, yep. chatting away. Excellent and, you know, director. I was like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. And that was it. Oh, uh, so it was. So it wasn't like, you thing. guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was literally that. And then, ah. now I remember. Okay, so then he remembered my name, got in t- went through Spotlight, right. got in touch with my then agent wow. to say this was it because he wanted someone to come and help him learn a poem for when we discovered we were in the runnings for the Olympics motherfucker that's uh, <laughs> yeah, okay wow. there we go I have to be fair I've forgotten a lot of this. okay yeah and so I went to just for one night when yeah. I just sat in sat in the car as he was kind of learning a poem yeah went to Testing the him. shindig right yeah I went, oh that's fun and then dropped me off blah 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 and then he, I got <laughs> so a phone so it was a call. date <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a very big a... party. It was just the two of us. It was weird. Disguised as a poetry reading. <laughs> just uh... he's a very, very lovely man. And no, no, no matter what my brother says about our relationship. Um, no, and then... I was in the back of the car. <laughs> oh my god! You're not helping. No. <laughs> you just wiped he's your mind very... for a reason. <laughs> just a very nice man. And then we got we got friendly. That's the wrong man. phrasing as well. He was he, basically <laughs> he just carved in all the um, Lord of the Rings that sort of yes. stuff and had a very rare like six months off mm. to rest. But he gets really really bored. So. Like so, he would call. He would just call. He just call that for your agent. Yeah. Who <laughs> then I would genuinely just go round for a cup of tea and say, yeah. "Hello, I'd like a cup of tea." Of course I would. I was in the middle of something, but I'm gonna drop, drop everything. everything. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, me exactly. And to see him, and it yeah. is, it's lovely. And you could, you know, you, he invites you for brunch, and you go yeah. over and have a lo- nice brunch He's and a cup of tea and a chat. Man. It's great. Mm. Very supportive. But then, so yeah, Da Vinci Code. He phoned up at let's just say three o'clock in the morning and help me. They changed all his dates. He was going to go to Liam Neeson's private village in France to learn. His lines, nice. and then they changed it because of rain cover, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he said, "You've got um, the cast coming up, coming three hours time. You've got to come with me. Just help me learn my lines. That's your job for the summer." Thank you, brilliant, brilliant, lovely. Mm. Um, so did like, you get paid? Was it? A... I did get paid. Amazing. Yeah. Did you have to ask that awkward question like, um, 
great, amazing. Yes. Yeah. Hang up, then. No, 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 I didn't, no obviously, because no I was like, I'm not going to say that. And no, of course I'll help you out. I'd like to eat. But then, great food in the Da Vinci Code, so why not? Yeah. Um, but then, so there's loads of shots in the Da Vinci Code where I'm sitting behind chairs and things and sort of going, Professor Langdon. Yeah, and then go, what the fuck is it? Or oh, am I, oh, is this really bad? Can I even say this stuff? I'm sure. No, I was basically, <laughs> no, I was helping yeah, you learn. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, no, um, I don't think, it's it's a well-known practice of, you know, line and someone says yeah, their line. Exactly. A lot yeah. of big actors I hmm. know of people who work with have done that or do that regularly. Um, yeah. Well, they have boards up along the walls. Cause yeah, it was all sellotaped onto... The opposite yeah. actor. Yeah. Oh, Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man of Rhymes. Um, yeah. Tanks, yeah. rather. Da Vinci Code, and they have rewrites on the fly all the time. this was the thing. This is what pissed him off, maybe. But, that's, you yeah. know, learn your lines, and then there's a bit of new draft, new draft every mm. single day. And he thought, you know, he was going to go and learn his lines. He didn't have the time. So I was just... So we just I just sit in his trailer... Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, Tori's just giggling at me. It's in his trailer. It's all very platonic. Um, helping his name's lines. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then they were looking for... I ended up being in it because they were looking for a, a policeman. Um, and then Ron Howard was like, well, you're theatre trained. Quick, put the costume on and come and arrest Ian and Tom Hanks and yeah. and everyone. And, and like actually, part. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, it, most it of it was really, cast It was, it was, it was a really decent yeah. part, wasn't it? It was a really good part. I was ended up being like Jean Reno's kind of like, kind of almost like English sidekick and yeah. we had arguments, all these things. All of it's gone. I mean, your shoulder, I think your right I mean, shoulder's you, in it now. I've got proof because in the, like, the visual script book of it, there is actually me there. arresting mm-hmm. Ian McKellen next to Tom Hanks. Stuff, Are you, so. Were you fairly gutted when you went to see the film? And like, uh, I I'm I not. think I genuinely cried because sure. I made the mistake. No, no, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Of a 25-year-old you know, sort of actor going, everyone, I'm in the adventure yeah. code. Mm. This and is my moment. Yeah. I went to Cannes as well. I went, no, I'm not. Mum, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Same thing happened to me with Damned United. Same thing. I was like, yeah, I'm in it. I filmed for three months and there's only a few of us who I saw you in it didn't I yeah you saw me in it but I mean I was the same as you I yeah. saw you in the Da Vinci Code but you know we were bigger parts in it and then yeah. it's and no one told me until the premiere yeah. Yeah. and then the di- yeah. director tries to come and hang out with us afterwards yeah. but, Tom I mean, Hooper it, but like, it happens yeah. all the time doesn't good. it I mean you can it, fuck off <laughs> 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 but he does it. Yeah, happens all the time. Time. I think even sometimes people aren't even told. So well, you we are, weren't. No, told. I think yeah. that is the that's the default, isn't it? Don't tell. Mm. Don't tell them. Just yeah. wait until Would they find I've, out themselves. I've had to cut somebody out for the performance reasons. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's and I, I just maybe that was bring what myself. To, yeah, to be fair, it might have tell some person now. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I must admit, I did shot. I was like, oh, I could make a phone call today or I could just do it next week. Yeah. The next week never came around. It's, it? Yeah, it's a tricky one. I think it's quite nice sometimes to find a different reason. So uh, there were sound issues and, mm. you know, that was I the reason the that we had to... I think the person knew. So they were... Uh, it's like, I think if I mm. ring that person we talk about it, they're going to know the real reason and then maybe that's more of a... Maybe it's more tricky. of a fuck you. I don't know. Is it, is it, I don't know what the right or wrong answer to that was. It's always a tricky one. It's a tricky one. one. Mm. It's a tricky yeah. one. I think you should. I think it's one of those It's just courteous. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's very it's just it's just just 50-50. Just you that line this way. Yeah. Run away from that one. Yeah. So um, you got to work with Sir Ian yeah. and you now, you've done then, Da Vinci Code and yeah. yeah. He's and a then, mate. You're hanging out in his trailer. And you yeah. ask him to do Egad Zombies. Yeah. So then, which is your first ever short film as Fizz and yes. Ginger exactly yeah because yes. we were doing one of the 18th century plays we were that doing I ended one up of sort of plays. accidentally directing yes the director went oh no I can't um, I'm not around for the rehearsals and we were all dr- <laughs> alright <laughs> I'll turn up for when you I was doing it right. as well <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and then we were in the middle of one of the things and it was three and a half hours long and I was Jesus. going wouldn't it be cool yeah, with all these costumes if they 
they were zombies. It felt that long. You should, have cut, you should have cut it down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, that was the problem, though, you see, because yeah. Chris was like, no, it's got to be it's done as it was as is. three Chris million was years ago. Um, oh. But you, you had this sort of vision I was of like, oh. us <gasps> all in Imagine the... Imagine there's smoke and they're all zombies in these cool costumes. So cool costumes. as we were like touring around with it, we just wrote this 20-minute thing called the Gad Zombies, mm. which was sort of, well, that's kind of what it says in the tin, 18th Absolutely. century... Does, it doesn't say that tin. tin at all. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a tin, it would tin, say that. It would say eighteenth century, century zombie comedy. Zombie comedy. Yeah. You know what? I haven't watched it for so long that yeah. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so so Ian very kindly played. Got in bed with a zombie. Got in bed with a zombie at the end. Yeah. Yes. And it was all a dream. So, uh, that, that, but what it? you did cleverly is you put him at the beginning, right, mm. and then at the end, and had him narrating throughout, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's you a good right. right. yeah. yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> and then, and then from I was that... brilliant in it. Wait, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Giles, Giles is, is in it. In this, yes, yeah. and is brilliant. I play Matthew's brother, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, moving on. And a total shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actor. Very convincing. Yeah, <laughs> Behind the scenes, he was a total shit. Total shit. shit. Yeah. On screen, no one Yeah, from that, we were asked, because um, it went around to festivals and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and people started mm-hmm. asking us, um, are you going to make this into a feature? And we sort of thought, oh, well, we hadn't really thought about it. but um, This partly came about because we because we had no idea, like we didn't know any kind of the rules. So we decided for this 20-minute feature film, we were going to hire... Uh, the Soho screening That's rooms right. invited pretty much the entire film and the British film yeah. industry to come along. We were like, we've made a film. Came, yeah, and we were like, oh, because we didn't realise it. We were like, of course, of course. Uh, well, they should the, all come. The producer yeah. from Sid and Nancy and Scarlet. Yeah, the she's amazing come along, Margaret yeah. Matheson, yeah. who did come along. She did. And she yes, is. I remember. Um, and then, was a complete lifesaver, basically. She was a mentor to us and taught us so much but about I think you need, how the industry you works. Need that oh, that naivety. Yeah. I oh, wish that, I had yeah. some of it now. Oh, well, oh my I've god! Got, yeah, I've got a lot of it in other ways, yeah. which I'm sure in but another ten years just to ring up our email yeah. and go, right, come to our screen. You're all coming. Yeah. We're yeah. amazing. Which I, yeah. you wouldn't do now. I don't do it. No. Yeah. less. And I think <laughs> we should still do that. We should yeah. do yeah. that. Right? Totally. Yeah. No, I'll be like, oh, that that person won't come. Oh, they won't come. Right, dick. So yeah. Yeah. As we've established, I'm quite happy to make myself look like a dick. So I should continue doing it at all costs. So you had the option, you were thinking, right, okay, we could make this into a feature film. Well, we, we, yeah, we had that screening and then those people came. Was it E1, uh, I think? E1. Kind of so, when, when so they did turn up. That's yeah. No, so, so you went, when's it yeah. finished? I went, what, what do you mean? It is finished. I mean, no, no <laughs> it's going to be a feature, isn't it? We're like, oh, yes, that's uh, why we had the screening. Yes, it's yes, a promo. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And Ian McKellen will be in it, of course. Of course. Yeah. Asked him yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And yes, yes, the feature script has been written, cut mm. to. Uh, um, but yeah, so then we then we wrote The Curse of the Buxom Strumpet, um, which was, uh, we thought would be our first feature film. Because mm-hmm. I only need all those three million pounds yeah. for a first time feature three film. Mil, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's not a lot, is it? it lot. First time it feature director. Um, and we thought, that's it, great, this is easy. Well, no, but to be fair though, we got a casting director, Jane we, Anderson, yeah. and then we got yeah, Imelda Staunton, Gillian Anderson, Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian McCadlin again. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, we were taught she was Talks interested at one point, and then we, yeah. And how far were you yeah. down? Did you have like a production office and desks and no. phones and, and fax machines? We no, had we, we ended up getting like sixty percent of the finance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 60 without or no, sixty, sixty percent wow. of it without knowing yeah. what the hell we That's over a mil. That's yeah. And then yeah. we didn't have it, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, like, was, you guys know it's, it's like, like it's in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing yes. a, a what those things is. Air quotes. Yeah, because you can't yeah. see that. Yeah, um... <laughs> we we add on a noise air quotes okay. now. <laughs> we do it so often. <laughs> we all have different noises. We have, uh... <laughs> like air quotes has its own sound in our heads. <laughs> Mine's a ding. 
that makes sense. Makes more sense. Means you're a bell. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, we we interrupted our air quote sound. But yeah, I mean that was never going to happen realistically, was it? Um, looking back now, oh, no, but, it does now. feel that way. But uh, quite recently, the wonderful Will Honeyball, who um, is our editor and sound editor for a lot of our stuff, but, uh, but Will somehow came across this interview with Gillian Anderson and, and David um, Covey. They're talking about the X Files. Yeah, when it was re-released mm-hmm. a few years ago, last year, yeah, last year. Last year. yeah, yeah exactly. And he says to her, "What's the weirdest thing on your IMDb page?" <laughs> she goes, "Oh, yeah, that's got to be the Curse of the Black Swan trumpet." And <laughs> He's like, what? what? That is the most British, amazing sounding title I've ever heard. And uh, And it ends up kind of as a piece of camera. David Duchovny like begging America to get the funding for this. You have to get behind this film. Let's get this made. She got dust Uh, off that script. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And she, yeah, and she sort of said, yeah, I'd love to make it. You know, it was really fun. Uh, So we'll have to sort of wheel it out again. And uh, how how about we? we, uh, I'm pretty sure we all have here had projects which you have kind of. Almost, you've got so far into it, mm-hmm. you've almost made that movie. Then it didn't happen; it <clears throat> fell apart for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, if you had to go back to it now, you'd be like, "Oh, I've kind of made that movie, but I kind of haven't." Do you know what I mean? So, if you had to go back to that today, what would that be doable? Would it? Totally, I think. Mm-hmm. I think also because we really did put it aside because also mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice and, and Zombies, zombies mm-hmm. came oh, out. Of course, it's yeah. very different. And, uh, but it's also yeah. quite and, yeah, and I remember yeah. we are sitting in a in uh, the careful. the office mm-hmm. for Lionsgate um, and talking to Nick Manzi, um, <laughs> who <being> told. <laughs> 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 he told us in so not so many words to basically stand the fuck yeah. down. Um, he was We've basically got Lily Allen. like, no, he's yeah. got Lily Allen. Who's the other one? <laughs> I love Lily Allen. <laughs> We've got Lily James. Lily James. He's yeah. like, We've got Lily James. And we were like, Oh. Right. And 10 million pounds. Like, oh. oh right. They told you to stand the fuck down. No, well, like, no, no, no. He, he, was, like, he, was, nice. he was nice about it, of course. We're chatting about lots but, of different projects. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I said, We got this one because we are doing Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's going to be amazing. Just to let you know. Lily James yeah. and 10 million behind it just to let you know did it put you off though did it actually make you go ooh or... yeah totally we were oh, like no it? fucking way are we making it well, now which is all, there's no yeah but also at that point that was my that would have been my first feature which that was the thing yes. that's what kept stopping we people made we love the script we try yeah. to get the finance from about 2010 I think yeah. for a good few years mm-hmm. um, and then people go great we love the script love the cast amazing ideas all design great who's directing it me Ah, oh. oh. what have you done? Um, These tiny short films. Yeah. Well, and not even that. I think I had like what I had decals that he had on. He's like, well, we like the idea of it, obviously. Yeah. But what, year um, was it? What, what sort of year are we talking here? The reason why I ask is sort of in terms of like the financial situation worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was over. It was probably from 2010 to. It was a tough time to get money as well. 13. Yeah, yeah, a really yeah. Tricky we time. It was it's a good few good years. Few years. Mm. You know, good mm. three years. And we were doing other things, and that so at that time we were yeah getting Miss and Teens together, and we were still yeah. doing theatre and mm. short films. Exactly. So yeah, in that time we did Claude and Claudette. We did the Humper Snatch case, and the reason that we did those films is because we sort of actually wanted to teach ourselves more as filmmakers, because mm. you know going to drama school. It was great as an actor, but I mean, our acting for screen at Central was all of two weeks with mm-hmm. like a camcorder and some old scripts from doctors. Yeah, <laughs> just not useful at all. It's yeah. not useful and at react. all. They all they want you to do is react rather yeah. than acting. Like, well, that's no good. Yeah, it's no good. That's not. This how is totally do it. useless. Because um, I've been making short films since I was like about fourteen. Because I grew up in very small towns where there was nothing to do. So we got 
like every filmmaker, you know, like kind of, oh, I got a little camera and I just went out, you know, mm. which is what you got to do. Sure. I don't know why I became American. For yeah, no, that was, <laughs> just a couple of years. You of became like, Spielberg. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Um, I was just going to say that. Spielberg. You became voice over guy. We would Spielberg write each other head, contracts. 14-year-olds would like, sign each other's contracts. Mm. There's only two of us in the film. Um, oh, so we made cool. stuff, but we d- didn't really know what we were doing. So we, it was kind of our education, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So, and, we, and we kind of wanted to do little sort of homages to yeah. various genres of So we did like a film, film noir one because we wanted to know <clears throat> like about the storytelling and and like mm. it all the, the code of those times informed the storytelling and lighting and, and camera And you as a director and, like shots yeah, exactly. and yeah, yeah. exactly. It, um, because Ike was your first as a director right? Apart from Yeah I've done a weird thing in Cambridge where we, our crew was Will and there were two other actors, and it was right. kind of yeah. I mean, like yeah, little things. Little, like, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done loads of like little things that no one has ever seen and oh, will, ever see. will ever yeah, see. It's, it's funny. I I have that kind of. I used to have. I, I I've reconciled it now. But I used to have that inbuilt guilt about short films or projects I'd started but never finished. And mm-hmm. for any I have out there, there's at least three times as many that haven't Definitely. been completed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'd always feel really bad about having wasted people's time to get them out for free and help me make this film, which I never finished. But you kind of realise later on. Oh no, of course. That was all an important part of making the thing that eventually got made. And if I hadn't made those things that had been shelved, there's a reason why they got shelved. Totally. Because actually I didn't do my homework, I didn't do this and the other, or I was never, my heart wasn't in it. Well, I think, yeah, and I think because we're on, you know, go to panels, you know, on on film festivals and things, and we always say this, like, you've made a short film, but like, maybe it doesn't need to be seen in the nicest possible way. You know what I mean? It's part of your education. And if it's It's not great, then that's, If it's not great. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's it okay that the world doesn't see it, and you, yeah, go. Okay, I learned that from that, and mm, and moving perfect. on to the next. Great yeah. to tell mm-hmm. your short film investors that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well Just, our investors were us. That's yes, right. no, yeah, really. yeah, exactly. <laughs> same, same, but no, exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. but I know yeah. what you mean it's, it's it's actually I've had stuff where I've made I've got mm. to the end and been like, yeah, I'm just gonna park that because mm. yeah. I'm actually not as in love of it now. I've yeah. Done it. Well, do you mean we made blog off? It was kind of an experiment over a weekend. Went, can we make a film on an iPhone sort of thing? This is years ago. It's really shit. It's really shit. It went to a festival and they went, hey, could you turn this into a feature film? I'm like, no! <laughs> it's a really bad idea. It's like five minutes of an idea which we stretched out to about eight. We know, right. should have, you know. It's basically a bit like You've Got Mail. Yeah, it's like kind of online really dating. Really shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like you say, it's what you, you learn from it all the time. And does, was this around the time where you decided you wanted to be a director? You were like, do you know what? Did you get a real buzz from it and rather than the acting I mean, at the time? always. I what think, was the turnaround? Because I, I suppose when, you know, because I, well, I grew up all over the place, but sort of north of Manchester, we, you know, we, we did all our own stuff. So we've been, mm-hmm. I've been writing since I was about 12. We did sketches. And I never really differentiated, oh, you got, can either be this or that. And then as I was kind of going along like, to performing arts college, I went, oh, we can go to drama school, learn to be an actor. I went, oh, okay. Didn't realise there were sort of other ways of doing things. You know, I just like... I've always liked being involved in the storytelling from whatever side. And then the more acting I was doing, I was getting more and more frustrated. And then, and I was, and I was loving doing all the other sort of stuff more, I think. And like, you know, cause I just like working all the time, even if it's for free writing something or not so much not anymore. No, 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 not, not now, free. not anymore. But as in, like that, know, I'm not doing anything else. For free anymore. <laughs> I'm too old now, but you know, as in, you know, mm. 10 years ago when you, you yeah, you yeah. need to for credit. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. And then I was doing more and more stuff and I was doing an advert. I say what for or who it was, and I was so fucking infuriated by the director who had no 
fucking idea what he was doing. I mean, literally no idea. To the point where me and the Steadicam guy had to sort out the entire shoot, like because wow. he couldn't work out how to do things. He got mm-hmm. he stormed off. It's like, I can't do this. And we went, he stormed off. And he wait, no, he, in a kind of, I, I need, I need, I need a moment. I need a moment. And yeah, they built this huge set in this thing, and it's always what really big. Couldn't couldn't work out how to do it. And then me and the Steadicam within about ten minutes had worked out the entire thing. And he went, oh, we've got it. And they went, okay, shoot it. I was like. The fuck am I getting paid two grand for this? Where I know he must be on way more money to mm-hmm. be doing this. Yeah. So I, I was in I was in the taxi on the way home, just even me and my agent. That's it. I'm done. Boom. Wow. Oh, and was yeah. that quite a cathartic kind of like a uh, moment, like massive? Oh, you know, like- yeah, yeah. Because I think also because like acting is, I mean, it's all massively stressful. Like even the sort of uh, idea of sort of vaguely being in control of your own career. Even mm. though you're still not, you're still at the whimsy of people with money and blah blah blah. Yeah, all these other things. At least I've, I can go. Well, I can go home and I can write a script and I can start putting it together. Yeah, yeah. Rather than waiting, waiting for someone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, was, you have had a similar path. Yeah, similar. When we were making Barry Brown, that was the director Lawrence Pierce couldn't mm. do it. So I said, I'll go. Well, I'll do it. We were all set to do it, which we shot in the, that same flat in yeah, Hive, which looked beautiful. And suddenly, I fell in love with directing at that moment when I suddenly went oh my God, I can work with actors. Yeah. And I'd always put plays on and directed those, but suddenly having a camera and doing that with a crew and making something beautiful, mm. I fell in love. Seeing the story come just, together yeah. from yeah. that. Yeah, it, like, was, oh. it was a mind-blowingly life-changing moment. I just went, I have to do this as a career, but I had no idea how to do it. Mm. How do you go from making a small mm. you know, pilot for whatever it was for to actually making a feature film? It was such a huge leap at the time, so I just carried on acting until I could you know, make other stuff. But having yeah. an eye on it. But I knew I'd fallen in love. There's a, there was a there's a great book or several books by Art Linson, mm-hmm. I think it is. But he's saying the problem is with um, any actor like like a Alec Baldwin or Anthony Hopkins or you know like a Bruce Willis, they've got more experience directing than any director. Mm-hmm. And it's right. all said yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's yep. like because they spend so much time mm-hmm. on sets, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. know all the decisions and all the things you think you know they've they've heard them all be made before. So yeah. often. You can default to an actor and they'll be like, yeah, just put the camera there. I know what. Yeah, they do know yeah, how to do I know, I know how to work mm. it. If you do that, <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can tell you mm-hmm. tell your story. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Especially yeah, really yeah, I mean, yeah. if a director's making a film even every two years, yeah. an actor could have done 20 projects. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So actually, yeah. the amount of time you, you take down the amount of time as a director, you know, and certainly a, a struggling director spends on set versus mm. yeah. an yeah. actor. But I think true. on the sort of flip side of that, as, a, <clears> as an actor, knowing and understanding the other side of it, has helped me oh, enormously um and and actually i just think it's sort of really really important and integral to, to for an actor to understand how how sm- kind of how small a cog they are in that incredible wheel that makes a feature film totally um, and that everyone is working as hard but yeah one of many and that's what is really be- beautiful about making a film is that everyone is you know in this microcosm mm-hmm. kind of working as hard as they possibly can for that you know four weeks two weeks six weeks three months six months um in a comparatively small amount of time and putting all their energy in and you sort of and then what is born out of it is this in kind of incredible piece of art that um everyone has an equal part of and that is there forever and i think that's just sort of something that's really beautiful and has really kind of helped me as an actor um to kind of just see the bigger picture of it um and working as a as a writer and and a producer as well 
it sort of just all feeds in and it makes perfect sense. And I think, I think one of my main frustrations uh, with sort of with my training is that actually you weren't prepared at all for the industry and how vital mm. it is to make your own work and actually mm. how not to be embarrassed by that I think there was a sort of I felt a bit of a stigma about going out there and being like yes I'm an actress but I'm also a writer and a producer and I know uh, certainly 10 years ago when I first left it may more so in America they were okay with it but certainly over in the UK people were like you can't be it's, an it's actor felt like and a producer last couple of years that you walk into a room and yeah. you go yeah. I'm an actor, but also I write and I and, produce yeah. and I do these things. And, and now, now it's okay. kind of go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, fair so, enough. And more so, more so. I mean, you know, especially with agents, they were a bit like, mm, what? no, what you can't you can't do that. You have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I think maybe as a woman as well, you know, mm-hmm. I hate to play that card, but like in, I mm. think it was, I think it has been harder as well. I th- it was more accepted as I think for you to be like, oh, okay, you're an actor director as a guy. I think, you know, obviously, but then it's I was changing, also told when, when I made back. that decision of, and then we're going to go into two down, totally, I was told yeah. it's going to be much easier as a director to get out there if you're, if that's what you're doing. If you're just a sure. director. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I, think you well. yeah. Yeah, I got the same. Yeah. So, with all that in mind, Ooh. you did Eager Zombies Happened and you made Missing Her Teens. Oh God, we're only at 2009. Oh. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, so then obviously, you're trying to make a curse of the Bucks and Strumpet, but people are saying you're not, uh, you're not ready. So you said to yourselves, do you know what? We need to make something smaller. Mm. Is that how Two Down came about? Yes. Exactly that. In a nutshell, we got, got exactly that. that. Two Down. Yeah. Um, we wanted to make yeah. something completely, because uh, Missing the Teens, but it was, that was adapted from a play and that was, you know, we didn't We've really feel like We've moved on, darling. We're, know, we're on Two Down. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't go so, back, no, for God's so, sake. <laughs> so Two Down was like, okay, we're going to write an original script, do it all ourselves, produce it all ourselves. Yes. That's our that's our calling card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And keep it as contained as possible. So as writers, we set ourselves the challenge mm-hmm. of three characters in a room. So mm-hmm. very kind of stage play like almost. Sure, um, one location. Yeah, really containable. Shoot do it, it as quickly as possible. Couldn't do it. Obviously, not <laughs> yeah, good enough writers. Write, no. <laughs> no. Uh, well, no, because the character we made, John Thomas, is kind of this kind of bonkers sort of hitman sort of very so, gentlemanly. Well, let's uh, tell us the story because I've I've written it down, but it's better coming no, from you. Not, Give us a little pitch. It. Right, so, okay. go, just go. Okay. Two Down's about a young woman whose world is turned upside down when an injured hitman, Mr. Thomas, holds her and the local delivery boy hostage in her own home. Over a Chinese takeaway, a bottle of whiskey, and a couple of hours later, the three discover what really happened earlier that night as a web of deceit unfolds and an alliance is formed that will change their lives forever. Yeah, oh, yeah nice. Right. It got better. <laughs> yeah, it did get the better. beginning. I, it was weak. It was weak. It was weak. So yes. that's two down. So tell us a bit more about it. Well, the thing is, we've done a sort of thing. So we, we the audience knows what's going on from quite mm. sort of early on. There's... The, hit, the hitman gets injured. He goes to what he thinks is his safe house. He goes to meet his old friend, Mr. Brogadoff. Mm-hmm. He's not there anymore. He's died. And this young woman has, has sort of moved in. But he's revealed himself. Oh, in the nice way. Not, mm-hmm. normal, you not know. in a like. Yeah. He's not a flasher. Reveal. Not a flasher. You know, he's bleeding. He's got to, So he basically takes a hostage. Mm-hmm. So he's being shot. So basically a hit goes wrong. He gets shot. because I've got to go there. I've got to wait for my partner. So he phones his partner and says, this is where I am. Doesn't get through to him. And then she, she's going, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So they sort of start chatting away with things. And then the audience basically just learns before them what's going on, but I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And they have to try and work out what has happened. So it's sort of real-time-ish yeah. from a point yeah. of view. It's in the course over one night, basically. But we have lots of flashbacks to try and pick it all together. It's, sort of, it's yeah. kind of a whodunit, I suppose. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a whodunit, but we f- sort of flip back to... As he talks to Sophie, and Sophie's made a Chinese order for f- uh, food, and so um, the delivery guy gets kind of entangled into it as well. So he's the third character. Um, and so they're all these three strangers in a room together mm-hmm. for a night um, and they just start to work out and they ask him questions about what it's like to be a hitman and he tells them and so we go through like p- previous hits that he's done and mm-hmm. the kind of people he kills and that all, kind of thing always trying to work out like because they think, you know, it all sounds really dodgy. It sounds, maybe you, you set up. It's like, well, who would do that? And you slowly start to pick things apart. But the audience already knows what's sort of going on. Mm. Um, so we're watching them trying to work out what we already know. And there's Various twists along the way. And then there's a twist at the end. Hey, sorry to interrupt, Giles here. That is unfortunately the end of part one. Part two will be out on Friday. So to continue listening, join us then. If it's already past Friday, then see you next Tuesday.